Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? Guess who's back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking man? y'all to marinate on this for a second fantasy season's back y'all and it's officially season two of the only league that matters podcast i'm the host bringing it to you live from the garage studios here in eldersburg maryland and i think uh you know i want to kick things off i want to get this season going right group me's been a little bit quiet And I just want to make sure everybody's ready. Everybody got their head on a swivel come draft time Saturday night. Uh, First, you know, I'm I'm so stoked. I know I haven't even been as involved as I'd like to be. You know, but life comes at you fast when the pullout game is weak. Am I right, Teddy? So... What am I going to bring today? Let's 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 do a little mock draft. I think we can knock out the first two rounds. First two rounds are kind of chalky, but at the same time, someone's going to make that pick. I think we all know who that is. JP, I'm looking at you, buddy. Eli Manning, pick three. Here we go. Saquon, Odell's back. You already know. Never living that pick down, my dude. All right, so before we get all the way into it, just got a couple shout-outs. Uh, we got the host at the uh, the Kevin Horanshin in Silver Spring. That should be dope. Stoked to see your pad. Um, that's going to be super fun. I like that we're doing it at night. You know, showing up, 7.30, 8 o'clock, going to carry on late into the night. I, I like that. I think we're going to have a good time. Uh, second, Teddy's, Teddy's got another dope draft board for us. Well, actually that might be confidential information that, that I don't know if that's going to be public knowledge or for public use. He's accepting donations. You know, Teddy's got, he's got kids to feed. He's got a family to support. So, so if you want use, it's a hundred bucks. No big deal. Just kidding. Throw Teddy like. Three dollars and and some joint papers or something. I'm sure he'll be stoked. <laughs> uh, third, Matt, the commissioner, always bringing it, always doing it right. We haven't even had the draft yet. I know he's going to do it right. So, got those things knocked out of the way. What else do we got going this year, man? Just uh, oh, we got a new member, Brent, and slash Dallas going to be joining. It's probably past little Dow's bedtime by the time we're drafting, but uh, I know that he's stoked on it too, but, uh, you know, Brent hit a walk-off. Brent won a championship and realized, you know, he was jaded, and this wasn't even fun and exciting to him anymore. So, uh, But 
you know, I'm glad we reeled him back in. It's going to be a good addition to the league. I got to, I still got to get him on group me. Um, but yeah, we'll be riding down there. Uh, have about 45, 50 minute commute of full collusion coming at you guys real quick. We're going to have a great tactical plan together on how to uh, dominate. And it's going to be fun watching uh, him and Matt square off to be the next head on Mount Rushmore. All right, last thing before I dive headfirst into the mock, I've just received a memo from the commissioner himself. Matt, and I'm going to take this time to read it to you all to spread the good word of the commissioner. The commissioner's memo, or should I say the champion's memo. Welcome back to the only league that matters, a.k.a. Slayton for MVP. Glad to have you all return. Also, a special and long overdue welcome back to Brent. Glad to have you back again. Looking forward to yet another fun season from everyone. I'm going to keep this short and sweet, but I want to use this memo to basically say thank you for the continued interest you all show in the league itself and the outside nonsense we all share. Thanks for the effort from everyone in putting the draft and such together. Without you all, I wouldn't be commissioner of such a great league, a league that is worth bragging about to outsiders and looking at their jealous faces as they wish they had something like we do. Looking forward to this draft party about to go down. Special shout out to Kevin for allowing us to eat, drink, and talk shit all night at his house. Can't wait to get this show on the road to make my run at the back-to-back championship. Kicking all your asses, taking down the so-called Mount Rushmore, and creating season-running hashtags. Hashtag suds. Hashtag futs. Good luck to all. Most of you will need it. More important announcements to come at the live draft this Saturday, starting at roughly 7.45, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Matt, thanks for the memo. We appreciate all that you do. Now, without further ado... Let's get into this mock. All right. After that wonderful, somewhat NFL Films-esque interlude there, let's jump right into the mock draft where we've got Teddy Wang. Mr. I'm going to argue with JP on who's worse in this league. Uh... You know, he's got the number one pick. Hard to mess it up, but the only thing he's got to worry about is he better make it count because there's a long pick between 1 and 20. So it's going to start with Teddy, and it's going to end with Teddy tonight here in the uh, the the only league that matter studios, garage studio. Um, so pick one. Teddy's already talked about. He's flirting with uh, Le'Veon Bell. Versus Antonio Brown. I think Le'Veon Bell, you know, he's got the upside. Everyone knows what he can do. I think the Steelers are going to use him up. They're not saving him for next year. They, everyone knows he's gone. And uh, he, he's got that upside. I mean, if he gets like 300, 400 touches... This dude is going to go off. So I think lock Teddy in, number one pick, Le'Veon Bell.
Pick two, Tommy Pride more on the board. And, you know, with the same picks I was talking about with Teddy, I mean, if Teddy doesn't go Le'Veon, I could see Tommy swooping him right up. Antonio Brown has been Mr. Consistency, just snapping records every year for the past, who knows. The dude is dynamite in fantasy. You really can't go wrong and. I mean, when you talk about tiers in fantasy, I really think that, like, tier one, you could put Antonio Brown, Odell, Julio, you know, Hopkins. But really, Antonio Brown's in a class of his own. Uh, For some reason, I think he's going to go off the board early. The other pick I think Tommy could wrestle with is Todd Gurley after the year that he had. Um You know, I just think that that might be a little hard to repeat. And you kind of know what you're going with Antonio. You know what you're getting with Antonio Brown. So I think I'm going to lean that Tommy is going to go Antonio Brown pick two. Leaving our main man JP at pick three. Pick three, I know I'm already picking on JP for the second time in this podcast. I'm only about eight minutes deep, but that's okay. JP's a good sport. He bounces back, and although I do give him a little bit of shit, JP's done all right. He's done better than a lot of people who, who poke at him. So with that being said, pick three, it's really hard to, uh, it's really hard to mess this one up. With Le'Veon and Antonio Brown off the board. Leaves JP with a couple different options. One, he could go with, you know, take the bona fide number one quarterback off the list. Or he could take the running back with with the highest upside. Probably Todd Gurley. Maybe David Johnson. Maybe Zeke Elliott. Or... You could go with the number two wide receiver that's left on the board. Right now, uh, based on current rankings, I think the second wide receiver is probably... hmm, Let me check this real quick. Yeah, it's probably Hopkins. Um, So, I don't know if you use that. At pick three. So with that being said, I think JP is going to make a smart move. I think he's going to take Todd Gurley. And the man pounds the rock. He's still super young. Catches balls out of the backfield. And that offense really revolves around him. They've got a good offensive line. Um, can't go wrong. Todd Gurley. I've had him his whole career on my team. He let me down one year. Other than that, I mean, the dude's a bell cow. Uh, and arguably the running back one overall. So, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna lock JP in at Todd Gurley, pick three. Pick four, the first member of Mount Rushmore is on the board, and it's your boy. I'll be sitting there. Pick four with Le'Veon 
and Gurley off the board, Antonio Brown, the sole wide receiver off the board. Got a couple different options, but I figured rather than give you guys an insight on what I'm thinking, I reached out to Teddy and I asked him, you know, I need you to provide my pick. Who are you going to mock me with? And I think I looked back in the group me, and I believe Dave also sent out a mock. And they've both got me taking the same guy. They've got me going Zeke Elliott, number four. And you know what? I can't even hate on that. Zeke's running behind. Super solid offensive line. I'm a little concerned about Travis Frederick um, being out. He's got some autoimmune issue. Um, so it's not... You know, I'm I'm concerned about the line. I'm also concerned about the wide receivers. I'm concerned how that offense is going to look. But the one thing I do know is it's going to go through Zeke Elliott. I don't think they're going to put it all, all on Dak's back and make him carry the team. Uh, not with that receiving core, with the losses of Witten, loss of Des Bryant. It, it's going to be a different look, and... Uh, but either way, the volume's going to be there. He's a talented dude. They're going to they're going to ride him for sure. So, me going Zeke Elliott, I am totally cool with that. All right, pick 5, the hostess with the mostess. Uh Kevin is going to be sitting there at pick 5 with 3 running backs off the board. Now, all the fantasy experts are going to tell you, get your running backs, they're super thin. But the more I keep looking at it, once that first tier of wide receivers is gone, it's going to be kind of slim pickings. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a wide, wide field of tier two and tier three, tier four wide receivers that, I mean, some can break. It's just going to be hard to, there's not like, a plethora of wide receivers that can just come out and produce. Um, With all that being said, the number one quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, is still on the board. Kind of hard to judge what what Kevin's going to do here, but I think I'm going to stay chalky. I think David Johnson coming off of uh, 2016 – and, uh, you know, what he had, he had a broken wrist. His legs are going to be fresh, although that's a new-look offense as well. New quarterback. I believe they got a new coach. I mean, it's going to look different. And they only have one wide receiver in Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, I forgot who else, who else, they, who else they got. But um, They got a shaky offensive line, but the thing about David Johnson, he's probably going to be their number two wide receiver out of the backfield, and he's going to be pounding the rock. So I think it's kind of a a hands-down pick right here. I think quarterbacks, you know, you can kind of stretch them out. You can get it on the wrap. That's what I'd be looking at. So I think uh, Kevin, I'm going to lock him in here. Pick five, David Johnson. Okay, after that little uh, fantasy footballers drop right there, I'm going to jump into pick six, where we've got 
two James on the board. Um, James, uh, it just came to my attention that he's not going to make the draft. So we're going to have someone sub in for him and make a pick. That makes this kind of hard to mock. Although, to be honest, I don't know who Jimmy would pick. I haven't talked to him about fantasy. But, um, you know, like I said, round one's kind of chalky. You kind of know one of, uh, excuse me, one of like uh, five guys that are going to go. You know, so another thing that's pretty crazy, I just looked at uh, Teddy's draft board, and I'm in here busting it out. And I look at his board, and someone is filling out the draft as I'm doing it, and it's exactly to my mock. That's kind of weird. I think Teddy might have some sort of a tracking device. He's listening to what I'm saying, trying to get insider knowledge before the pod drops here, probably in the next, uh, I don't know, hour or so. Anyways, yeah, that's just weird. So... With James at pick six and the mystery drafter. Let's see who we've got on the big board. We've got Saquon Barkley. I don't know. That's a little high for me. Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara. Those are two solid choices. But I think person sitting here who's going to make that draft, I think you got to go value. You've got to do, you've got to get positional uh, leverage. So I think we might stray away from the running backs for a little bit. And I think that this, whoever drafts for him, I think that this is great area for the first quarterback to come off the board for Aaron Rodgers. I've got Jimmy and the mystery picker going Aaron Rodgers at pick six. Pick seven, the commissioner, Matt McCord, and you're defending the only league that matters, champion, coming in here hot at pick seven. Matt is infamous for saying he hates his pick. It could be one, it could be two, it could be seven. So I'm sure Matt is going to let us know he hates pick seven and that this is going to be super difficult. But with that being said, Matt has been known in the past to lean heavily on the wide receiver position. So with my historical analysis, I'm going to be looking for him to go for one of the remaining big three. Well, Antonio Brown is big one. The next big three is DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones. I think Julio Jones is going to scare some people off after the year he had last year. I want to say he had like two touchdowns. I know that's wrong, but he didn't have the year that that people thought he was going to have after Matt Ryan put forth an MVP effort the year before. Uh, So, with that being said... I think Odell coming coming back off an injury, I don't know if Matt's going to think that that's a risk or not. Uh, I know that Matt is calling Saquon a bust, so I think he might be staying away from New York Giants. 
So with that being said, I think I'm I think I'm gonna slot Matt here in at DeAndre Hopkins. Pick seven. Pick eight. And the second member of the only league that matters, Mount Rushmore, is Geese. Uh sitting here at eight. Geese has got some options. He can go with the number two quarterback, number three wide receiver. I don't know. That might be a little – I don't know. I don't know if I like that value. I think Geese sitting at eight. He could wait for the wrap if he really wants a wide receiver. Um, And to me, the number two quarterback, I mean, everyone is saying it's Deshaun Watson, and I mean – I. Get it. He had a really good start last year, but I don't know if I'm buying that. Geese has ridden Tom Brady before. Uh, you could always go Russell Wilson. You, that whole offense is going to be Russell Wilson. Um, man, this this pick's going to be tough. I think. Let me take a look at the board here. Saquon, Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara, Odell Beckham. Ooh, you got Fournette. I just don't know. This is going to be tough, and I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I think Geese might lean on. I think the value here at running back is just too high. I, I really don't. I don't trust these quarterbacks, to be honest. So I think Geese is going to look at the board, and I'm pretty sure this dude is going to go with Alvin Kamara, New Orleans, who's probably going to give it to those Bucks a couple times this year. So I've got Geese, Alvin Kamara, pick eight. Pick nine. In his return to the only league that matters. Brent is going to be a little rusty. I hope he's been doing his research. I'm going to fill them all in in our commute down to uh, the Kevin Horanchin. But outside of the commute, I mean, we've been talking. I mean, I know he's been on it. So with that being said, let's take a look at that big board we've got here. Thanks to Teddy. I had to pay $100 for it. And uh, we've got Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon. I keep bringing these dudes up. I don't think Brent's going to bite on Melvin Gordon. And I think he's going to slide. Melvin Gordon is going to slide one more pick to his boy. So with that being said, you know, looking at this big board a little bit, man, it's a hard decision for me right here. But I think. The value that uh, Kareem Hunt presents, I mean, I know I just said he was a little bit of a reach, but I just think Kareem Hunt, I think he put up like the second most rush yards last year. I mean, that's uh, that's a pretty big deal, and they might lean on him a little bit more, you know, with new quarterback, uh, some new weapons out there. They got Sammy Watkins, but I think they're still going to want to pound the rock. I think he's still going to catch balls out of the backfield. And overall, I just think it's a pretty solid pick here sitting at nine. Kareem Hunt. 
So I already kind of explained this pick. I think Dave is this is a this is a dream come true for Dave. Uh, he's going to be sitting there at ten on the wrap, and I think he's he's got a lot of quality picks he can make right here. Um, I mean, he could he could still literally go running back, running back, and get two. I mean, this is what Dave does. He he's going to stack quality running backs. He does it every year, and um, I think for you know for the dog and pony show, I think Dave's first round pick is going to be Melvin Gordon, and someone that Dave has been telling me about. You know, I, I've heard him uh, beating the drum. I think Dave's going to turn around. And I think he's going to take Saquon Barkley. He was saying some, you know, he was talking some noise about, oh, you know, everybody's going to be on running backs. He, When everyone zigs, he's going to zag. I don't think so. I think this is what Dave, this is what Dave does. And I think Dave's going to double up and get two really quality running backs here at the back end of the first round. And uh, first pick in the second round. All right, as we uh, head back into the second round, I think Brent's going to be sitting here looking good. Odell Beckham is still on the board, kind of crazy. I think there's going to be a run on quarterbacks here shortly, but I think Brent's going to take ultimate value here with, uh, with Odell Beckham coming back around, coming off that injury. Apparently, I got an update today. He's about to sign the biggest contract. Blah, 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 whatever. I don't think that really... I mean, if the New York Giants didn't value him, I mean, that's just crazy. Everyone knows what Odell can do. He he, he can flip a field. He can change a game. He's a total game-breaker. Solid pick here in the second pick of the second round. All right. Geese on the wrap with the third pick of the second round. And, uh, you know, like I just said, I think it's going to be a long time to go get another quarterback. So I think Geese is going to jump on his. Um, you know, I, I've talked about Russell Wilson. I think he's really going to he's, he's command that offense. Their line is no good. I mean, he's going to run for some yards. He's going to throw some yards. Russell Wilson, outside of like one year, I think in the past three, four years, he's, he's QB1, man. You can lock that dude in. It's it's not always pretty, you know. I I don't like particularly listening to him talk. I don't like watching him. I don't like Russell Wilson or anything about the Seahawks. But that's that's not what we're doing here. So I think Geese is going to make that pick. Russell Wilson heading back down round two. All right, the champ is here for his second pick. Uh, Matt took DeAndre Hopkins in the first round, got his stud wide receiver. And you know what? Everyone is banging the drum that Deshaun Watson is going to be that top. He's going to be in the top tier of quarterbacks. He runs, he throws, and he's got an elite wide receiver. So in order to make this interesting, I've got Matt riding high with Steve Slayton's former squad, Houston Texans, and taking Deshaun Watson with the, was this the fourth pick in the second round? Yep, fourth pick, second round, Deshaun Watson. 
James and the Mystery Picker in here with the fifth pick in the second round. Um, James went and got his quarterback early, so he can he can take whoever is number one on his board that's left. We're looking at Leonard Fournette. Uh, if he wants to go running back, there's Dalvin Cook. The running backs are thin already. And I think that that's going to be the trend this year. I think running backs are going to fly off the board. It hasn't happened historically in this draft due to the heavy focus on um, on the quarterback position. And, you know, we, we scored pretty, pretty generously for wide receivers. So I think, um, man, it's going to make things interesting. But with that being said... I think Jimmy is going to be tempted by the upside and the bounce back year of Julio Jones. He's one of the elite names that's left on the board. I mean, everyone knows everyone knows what this dude is bringing. And I think another year in Steve Sarkeesian's scheme, although I don't really, I don't really look at him as like some offensive guru, but um, Julio Jones is going to Julio Jones. So I've got Jimmy taking Julio in the fifth pick of the second round. All right, Kevin, we got five picks left. Uh, Kevin went with David Johnson in round one. Super solid pick. And we're getting to the point of like those upper tier positional players. They're they're flying out the window. Um, There's still some quarterbacks left. I said there's going to be a run. Uh, Jimmy just... Passed on one because he had Aaron Rodgers in the first. So I think Kevin has a couple options here. Uh, a couple of the big names left. We got Fournette. If if Kevin wanted to go running back, running back. We got Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, uh, Devontae Adams. But I think what Kevin is going to do, Kevin's going to diversify his roster a little bit. And I think... He can make a big move here, kind of turn some heads. Everyone kind of gasps, oohs and ahs this pick, where, where it's coming from. But uh, I think Kevin is going to go for a wide receiver who is going to be paired up with the new quarterback in Minnesota. I've got Kevin going Stefan Diggs here at the... Uh, Fifth pick in the second round. Adam Thielen had the big year last year in Minnesota. I think Stefan is ready to break out. Uh, I heard some advanced metrics on how he gets so open. He's like the most open receiver in the league. Kirk Cousins throws two open receivers. He doesn't throw them open. I think Stefan, I think the whole Minnesota offense is about to boom. I think this is a solid pick. Stefan Diggs in the second round. All right, I'm back on the board here with the sixth pick in the second round. Um, I said that there was going to be a quarterback run, but the more I look at the board, we're looking at quarterbacks like Cam Newton, Drew Brees, Tom Brady sitting there. I don't know if I'm ready to jump on a Tier 2 quarterback yet. Um, It looks like there's some Tier 2 running backs left. Uh, Still quite a – there's still three – Tier 1 wide receivers on the board. 
So I think I'm going to take a long look at them. We're looking at Mike Thomas, Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams in Green Bay. Um, the absence of Jordy Nelson is going to make me look long and hard at Devontae. But um, I think I think I'm going to keep it real vanilla with my pick. I think I'm going to diversify, and I think I'm going to go Mike Thomas with the sixth pick in the second round. Ooh, and that smooth drop leads us back into JP's second round pick. Uh, JP got supreme value uh, with Todd Gurley in the first. Um, you know, he's sitting there with an RB1, bona fide RB1. But I think what JP's going to do, I think the run on quarterbacks is going to continue. I don't think JP's going to go with Cam. I think there's kind of a perception that Cam doesn't have that much, even though he's got some new weapons. Uh, Drew Brees kind of has that. You know you know that New Orleans is going to throw the ball, and you've got Tom Brady sitting there too. Um, I think JP is going to go for the big name, and I think it's a really smart pick. I think I'm going to slot in Tom Brady for JP in the seventh pick. In the second round. Eighth pick. Back to Tommy. Who went with Antonio Brown. In the first round. Um, Let's see. What could he do? I think Tommy's going to. Tommy needs a banger. He needs a running back out there. I think you could look at Dalvin Cook. Who got sidelined with an injury. Early last year at some point. Um, You still got Fournette. Out there on the board, Devontae Freeman, Jordan Howard, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, I don't know about those guys here in this spot. So I think I'm going to make the smart, solid pick, top of the board, keep it chalky. I'm going to go Leonard Fournette at Tommy in the uh, eighth pick, ninth pick in the second round. I'm I'm lost. It's getting late. You know, Woody's out here. Got to get to sleep. Either way, ninth pick of the second round, I think, is what it is. So, yep, Leonard Fournette. All right, we started with Teddy. I've used his draft board for this experience. This thing is looking sharp. Uh, We're ending with Teddy. He went with Lev Bell in the 1-1. Solid pick. You can't go wrong there. I think he's pretty much... His ADP is one, I'm pretty sure. So, anyways, with that being said, let's take a look at the board here. I think, um, man, this is going to be tough. I think Teddy's going to look to double up. I think Teddy drafted about 16 running backs last year. So, I think what he's going to do, he's going to try and minimize risk. I think Dalvin Cook. Should require a long look, but I don't know. I don't know if that's a safe pick. Lev Bell's had some injury history. Teddy got burned last year with DJ. I don't know if he looks back there. So next guy down the board is Devontae Freeman. He's he's going to do his thing in Atlanta. You know, there's no one really behind him pushing him anymore. So with all that being said, I've got Teddy rounding out the two-round uh, Fantasy season breakout mock from the official, 
the only league that matters studios here in the garage. There's a nip in the air. Fall is coming. It's it's legit cold, my dudes. It's like 60 degrees out here. So, yep. Last pick in the second round. Devontae Freeman going to Teddy. All right, well, that shuts the door on the mock on the first pod of uh, season two. Hopefully, I'll have some time to drop a few more of these things, man. I've had a good time just sitting here talking to myself in the garage. (laughs) My toes are freezing. But, um, yeah, man, it's good fun. I hope uh, you guys all take a listen tomorrow. I hope there's some chatter up in GroupMe. I hope... uh, that we can get this thing going, reinvigorate the uh, fantasy spirits. I mean, I know once we're all in that room, it's going to be live. We're going to be talking shit. We're going to, we're going to, you know, have a good time. We're going to be, there's going to be snacks on the table. It's going to be lit, man. It's always a good time. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, And to another season, man. We're, we're rolling deep. This is probably, I don't even know, this is probably eight years in the running that this league has been pushing pushing on. So, uh, yeah, with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get the chatter going tomorrow. Um, and, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you guys Saturday night. Y'all take it easy. Girl, hold a nigga down on the time, girl. What up? I can't decide whether life's a lie. I push the lames aside. Dilla. I can never front no why. It's not my style, no lie. Fuck all the talk in time. Dilla. I can't decide whether life's a lie. I push the lames aside. Dilla. I can never front no why. It's not my style, no lie. They'll never take me alive.